The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Welcome, everybody. This is Gary Douglas. No, this is and Dr. this has been Gary here. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Blossom Benedict, and I am here with Susie Godsey today. Um, Gary and Dane are actually on an airplane flying, and we were very um, grateful to get to do this show with you guys. I do have to say, this is very fun to me because um, I have the pleasure of creating the topics with Gary each month um, for all of these shows. And this last month, we were sitting down, and he named this one, you know, what, uh, what contribution can an animal be in your life? So talking all about access tools with animals. I sort of looked at him funny because it was really out of left field. And we have had a show before where Susie commented on animals, so I was really surprised he chose this topic. So when at the last moment they were not able to be on this show and Susie Godsey was the person who was going to fill in, I was just so tickled, you know, (laughs) how Gary taps into awareness of the future all the time and makes choices that he doesn't even know why he's making them. So anyway, Susie and I are excited to be here, and um, Susie happens to have much of her whole access business around this topic, so you guys are in really good hands, and I wonder what we can play with today. (laughs) Yeah, what can we play with today, Blossom? I'm so excited to be here, too, and and yes, the whole thing about tapping into the future and putting this show up there and then not being on it uh, is, and then me being here and you being here, it's really a thrill to me too. So how does it get yeah. even better than this? How <laughs> does it? Susie's uh, practice has a lot to do with animals. And if you have any question about your animal or about anything that you wonder about animals, um, we'd love to take callers in this next hour. And, um, so feel free to call into the show. We'll be playing with that. Uh, but the title here is, What is the gift of having an animal in your life? And what gifts are you to them? And where do you want to start with that, Miss Suze? Well, for me, I, I would actually just even like to ask people if they are even aware of where that energetic contribution is being created between you and your animals. And so often, like, people have an animal and they don't even, yes, they have an animal and they know they wanted an animal or they like having an animal around them, but often they're not even so aware of what that whole contribution even is and how much the animal actually also had to do with being in your life. So, <laughs> you know, so many people think that they had all to do about getting the animal into their lives, but 
I think you, Blossom, know this firsthand, too, how, how quickly it can occur that an animal shows Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a funny story. I've never really, I would say I'm, I've never been an animal person, which is really funny, A, for me to be on this show, and B, that one of the, the dearest energies in my life is now a dog. Um, and it was, it was a case where... Um, I was chosen by this dog, and prior to that, I would have said that, oh, sure, it's the human that picks. You know, sure, I would choose if I have a dog or a cat. And in this case, you know, we're in Costa Rica um, at a resort, at an event, and this dog literally chose me to the point that I had, I felt like I had no choice but to bring him back to the States. Yeah, and that whole energy, and even like, I remember before that, you you had looked into having a dog for the first time in your life and you had looked into what kind of dog would I like and what would that dog look like and how big would it be and all these things and you looked at puppies and all that. So to me, it's also so amazing how this dog in Costa Rica just showed up, wasn't was sort of a little bit like what you were looking for, but didn't totally fit that bill. And yet it was like, I have to be there. I have to, <laughs> I have to have this dog. And there was yeah. really not much, like you said, there wasn't much you could do about it. It was like that dog had to be in your life. <laughs> right. So what is so, that though? What is that? Well, uh, you know, what if the animal actually has choice in the matter too? And what if the animal was also looking for an energy that, it was looking for in its own life. And so if you show up with that particular energy and the animal recognizes that energy, then it's it's the same for the animal. It's like, hey, I got to have this human. I, I got to have this person in my life. Um, I, you know, I have to be with them. So, and then it makes this energetic compatibility between you and the animal that then really becomes that contribution that you both have to each other. So it's no longer it's no longer this place of uh oh well let's see it's like no you guys know that you are together in so many different ways and how much has this dog actually contributed and changed your life oh so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's been amazing and it's an instance where I'm grateful that he he knew more than I did and I knew enough to just say yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> How cool is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we have Galena on the phone from Montreal with a question. You want to take a question? Sure. Hey, Galena. Hello. Hi, Blossom. Hi, Susie. Nice to meet you again, virtually. <laughs> um, the question is... Um, um, it's in... Um, I don't have an, an animal. However, I'm encountering a lot of them and um, also people who have animal. And I know and I noticed that it's very um the way I am trying to communicate with animals and the way I'm receiving feedback from people is very different and mostly even those who um aware of energy and aware that animals communicate on a uh, nonverbal level still looking for traditional way of reading the behavior, reading the feedback from an animal. And um, I noticed for myself that uh, because I don't know how they're supposed to behave, I don't 
sort of expect anything to see in return. And a lot of times, um, it's like um, I see that they try something, literally like to say, but it's sort of I probably expect words and I don't have them. And and then it's like, okay, I do know that there was something, but I cannot quite grasp what. And I wonder if there is anything that would be helpful to access that. Well, yeah. Um, Thank you for the question. That's actually a great question. So the one thing that we often misidentify is that we are looking at the energy that we're receiving from an animal and we're trying to actually figure it out in words rather than allowing the energy to just be there and allowing that to be, even if we don't understanding it at the moment, just receiving the energy as it is and then asking another question. So what is this animal trying to communicate to me right now? Is this something that is important for me to have as an information right now? So basically asking some questions and then just allowing that energy to be there. And often, if you if you keep asking questions, often it is that you actually do have an awareness and you do know something about what the animal was communicating. And so then if you have that one little piece of information, then you can ask another question around that. And that usually starts to develop into like this little conversation that might be going on or just an awareness. But what has really occurred is that we, most of us have not really practiced this a whole lot because we, from very early on, are encouraged to speak to one another and not so much listen to the energetic exchanges that are going on. But even between people, there is a lot of energetic communication and exchange. And so um, if we are more willing to have that as an awareness, then you will start to recognize that that actually goes on all the time, you know, whether it's with other people or whether it's with plants or animals, it doesn't really matter. It's like that energetic contribution and that energetic exchange is there all the time. It's just like practicing another language, Um, you know, learning a, a language that we're quite familiar with, but haven't really bothered to translate so much. So, so, Actually, we could run a little clearing here, too. So everything that you have done to to cut off your awareness, your energetic, your willingness to energetically receive information, will you now please just join on create all that? Yes. yes. Time for Godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, so, the other thing here, Susie, that I find is, that a lot of people seem to have an idea of what they think psychic communication is or what receiving information is going to look like. You know, I know when I was growing up, you'd, you'd see something on TV about the animal psychic, and they'd say, oh, your dog is saying that he really wants to drink out of a red bowl or, yeah. you know, even communicating with entities or ghosts or whatever. They think it was so literal. So I know for me, it, it took a while to like get over that point of view and realize I was receiving information. It just may not be in strings of words like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too, is like we've been so programmed even by things like Dr. Doolittle that the the communication has to come in, in some sort of form, you know, whether it's verbal or 
or like pictures. A lot of people say, oh, animals speak in pictures. But if you don't function from pictures, then you're going to have a hard time receiving that information. Some people receive pictures from animals quite easily, but others don't. So what if you could just allow yourself to receive that energy in whatever way that it shows up for you? And it is really different for each and every one of us. Some some see pictures, some hear words and whole sentences in their heads. Some people just feel it through their body. What if it was all of that and more? And what if it was different for all of us? And what if you could actually find your way of of how this energy is being received? Um, and, you know, like we all have a totally different way of, of communicating in that way with the animals. So that's really important for you guys to get that too, that it's it's not about being one way or that if you don't do it that way, then you're not doing it correctly. And I find that so many people have a point of view about what that exactly looks like instead of going, oh, I wonder what this looks like for me. I wonder how I receive animals speaking to me. What does that look like? And being more in that question and the willingness to actually have that energy show up for you and however it does. So... Yeah, so, so everywhere about, we've defined and confined what being psychic is, what receiving information is, all of that. Can can you just destroy and create all of that? Yes, yes please. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pocket and pot, all night, short, boys, and beyond. Yeah. Oh, um, and the other thing, Susie, that I wanted to ask you about related to this is, you know, I noticed for me another thing that I had defined was that proximity was really important. So like when I'm at home, I notice with my dog that I can, I can just think about going to the store and he'll go stand by the door. You know, he's Mm -hmm. really aware of what I'm choosing to do and, and what I'm thinking. But what I didn't realize so much or wasn't willing to acknowledge was that that actually worked when I was across the country or in a different city. And my house sitter recently told me, she was staying with Milo, and I told her, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was so aware of him, so I just started talking to him. I was like, hey, I'm coming home tomorrow. Don't worry. You know, She said at that same time, in the middle of the night, he got up, and he started running around the house in the middle of the night. She's like, do you think maybe you could not talk to him until, like, 7 a.m.? <laughs> I just, I was really amazed. Like, I had been so unwilling to acknowledge that. And I know Dane does that with his horse, you know, when he's yeah. in other countries. He just flows energy to him. He says hello. He connects to him. And this was such a concrete example for me. I was like, wow, everything I've defined that, that location means or proximity means or like I just had so many conclusions that were so linear and verbal and so anyone who wants to destroy it and create any of that with me let's just yes. do it yes, <laughs> yes. right wrong good and bad pocket and pot all nine shorts boys and because it's wild to me what's showing up instead yeah and and that's actually one thing too um that a lot of people don't realize is how much these guys are connected with our yeah, with everything that's going on for us and even in our daily lives, when you are walking your dog and and when you're w- with your dog, for example, out in the street, like anything that's going on for you, your dog perceives from you. And so that's what also makes it so tricky sometimes 
when um, when you're having trouble, for example, with your animal too, because then, you know, if you are already expecting some kind of trouble that might be occurring, then your animal picks that up from you and then starts to act on it before it even really shows up. So it, it, this is the part where this can also work in not necessarily in your favor, but the more you're aware of how much these guys are actually connected to you all the time, the more you can use that in both directions as well, which is kind of cool too. So, um, so yeah, that, that's a great story. And there's so many of them where, where these guys really just do something because we're asking them even just in our head, you know, and, and mostly just in our head really. So yeah, what a great story. Um, I actually, one time, was walking with my dog on the beach and my dog had sort of a few times in the past had a little bit of a thing with puppies where he didn't like them. And this one time he was playing really joyfully with another puppy. And I thought, oh, a few months ago, this would have not been possible. He would have been really um, rough with this puppy. And this, literally the second I had finished that thought, his whole energy shifted and he started to become really rough with this puppy. And it really astounded me, and I was—I really became aware of, wow, I can't think those thoughts. You know, they create something in his universe. I can't think that at him because he will just do whatever I ask for. And to him, I just asked him to be rough with the puppy. So, um, so yeah, this is this is the amazing part of where the communication goes in all directions, and. Um, both ways, really, and 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 these animals really pick up our thoughts. So, so everywhere you have not been willing to really perceive, know, be, and receive, how much you are also um, basically telling your animal on a daily basis without even knowing it. Will you now please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I think we are getting very close here to taking a break. So Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. And if you want to call in, um, please feel free. It's 888-346-9141. Thank you, Galena, for that question. And we'll be back to play more with animals and what's possible. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, 
Is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Welcome back, everyone. This is Blossom Benedict. I'm here with Susie Godsey. We're filling in for Gary Douglas and Dr. Bain here today who are flying, although who knows, Gary may be making a special guest appearance. Um, but we're talking about animals and, and um, some of the misidentification and misapplications we have about them and also the, the contribution that they can be to our lives. So... Um, over break, Susie and I were were talking a little bit about horses. We were saying, you know, we don't want to make this all about about dogs. Um, where else do we want to go? So, um, um, and I guess what what spawned that was, you know, when Susie was talking about all this this psychic and and how much they pick up on your thoughts. You know, when she thought something at Charlie and he gets aggressive, um, I had the joy of riding my first horse show last weekend. And um, it was so interesting because I realized as we were about to go on, um, we were riding Costa Sensei horses, so we were trying to get them excited to lift their legs high. And um, I realized I started to get really excited about doing this show right before we went on. And the way that the horse changed and started responding to this um, really surprised and delighted me. And he, like his whole energy changed. And I started just laughing because he got so rambunctious. And the more joyful and the more I laughed, the more he was like running around doing all these amazing things. Um, and again, it was another just instance where I could see like the energy IB had such an impact at, um, and, and vice versa. And I guess my ahas are probably maybe really normal to, horse, to animal people, but I keep being surprised how stuck in, in a really linear verbal reality I've been with animals. So how do we change that? <laughs> Even yeah, more. So, yeah. Everything, everything that makes us so focused on the verbal communication, so everywhere we have misidentified and misapplied, Verbal com- communication as the one and only way to communicate. Will you now just turn on and create all that, please? Yes. 
Times the Castilian, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pork, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And and that is really one of those areas where it is so joyful to see how quickly these animals go along with whatever is going on for us, us and are so willing to contribute. And that's the greatness about all of this, too. It's like the horse's willingness to contribute to your joy and be sort of going like, yeah, let's do this together. And I've seen this many times with animals when people are excited about showing them and and in a show or in, you know even showing them as a new puppy to their neighbor or whatever it is, the animal really responds in a similar way of just being joyful with you and and showing off and mm-hmm. um, and just even when when dogs are playing with each other, if we're joyful about that, they usually step it up a notch and make it even funnier or or try to make us laugh even harder. So they're, they're always so connected and they're always willing to contribute to our lives. Animals never cut themselves off from us. Um, they always keep their energy in our universe. They're always willing to contribute to us no matter where we are on the planet. It's just unfortunately us often that are cutting ourselves off. You know, even when you go away uh, in the morning to go to work or if you're going on a vacation and you leave your animal at home, and or if you are a horseback rider and your horse is further away in a stable, oftentimes we, we go away from the animal and we, we sort of feel guilty or we go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm leaving and I'm leaving you alone and all this stuff. When we do that, we energetically really cut ourselves off at that moment from the animal, and the animal doesn't understand that. To the animal, this is something they really don't function from, and so when we do that with them, they really get very puzzled by that behavior, and they often cannot stay connected to us when we're cutting ourselves off, and sometimes it can go as far as the animal perceiving us as if we were sort of disappearing out of their world, and so one tool that I'd like to give you guys also is to keep your energy expanded with your animals all the time. So even when you're going away from your animal and you're feeling bad about it, change that. You know, run a clearing. Go like, hey, everything that creates me being this energy right now, being sad, being disappointed, being this or that, I'll destroy it uncreate it. And then expand your energy out and really get larger, bigger than the universe and basically throw your energy back into your animal's world and expand your energy out into your animal's world and include them energetically into your world. And you're really going to start having a totally different connection. And then these things like what Blossom was talking about earlier with her dog and her waking up in the middle of the night and then the dog running around those things are much more possible when you are willing to actually just stay connected all the time. So, you know, everything Susie, that, yeah, go for oh, it. No, go, no, you can clear that. <laughs> <laughs> so everything that is and everywhere that you have been disconnecting yourself from the animals around you, will you please now destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Times of God's brilliant. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. You know, it seems like a topic where this show would apply much more to people who have animals. And as you were talking, I had this big aha. Um, 
there's something in Access that we talk about as the Ten Commandments, which are really ten, it's, you know, the title's a joke, um, but they're ten things that Gary has laid out that if you're willing to choose them, you would get to total consciousness, awareness, basically total, total freedom in your life. Um, and one of them is no exclusion. And when you were just talking about what an animal does, for me, it was one of the best examples that I've heard of what no exclusion is, because mm-hmm. they keep their energy in your universe at all times. And then what you said is, it's your choice, whether you exclude yourself or not. Um, and people get confused by that commandment, I think. They're like, does it mean I have to invite everyone to my birthday party? Does it mean, <laughs> you know, like people, right? Um, yeah, totally. What it means is energetically, you're not cutting yourself out of anyone's world. Um, they're always welcome to come and go, and then they get to choose. They may cut you out, they may exclude you, but you are not exclude, excluding. Um, and this is a tiny bit of a tangent, but the the gift in that is if you exclude anyone from your awareness, you also cut off all the awareness you could have about what's going on for that person, where they're coming from. So excluding anything is really a detriment to you because now you have less awareness. So anyway, as you're talking about that, I was going, oh, duplicate the animals. That's a great way to get to this no exclusion energy as just inviting anyone to your world. Yeah, and thank you for that. I, I love that you just made that little segue um, because it, it is it is such an important part of, of our living and, and the way that we are with each other and with the animals. And so many things um, make us make us believe that we need to exclude ourselves. And, you know, whether it's even like a lot of people exclude themselves uh, from receiving from the animals because there is so much going on around the world with animals that isn't all that pleasant. And a lot of people use that to exclude themselves from receiving from the animals. So what if you could, what if you were willing to actually receive all that information, even if you didn't, couldn't do something about it, but just like Blossom said, to have the awareness of it all without having to make it one way or the other, but just being willing to have the awareness, to have that inclusion of all things. What could that look like? Yeah. And actually, (laughs) I have a question about that, and we have somebody very special on the line who we are going to bring on, and I just may get to ask more questions. So Gary Douglas is here. Hi, Gary. Hi. How are you guys? Are you having fun? Oh, we are having fun. Are the animals talking to you? Hey, I just had an epiphany that is probably very, very obvious, and you'll say, yeah, I've been telling you that for years, but um, we were talking about no exclusion, and and I was looking at how much the animals live from that, and then I just got, oh, do the animals live in all the Ten Commandments? Yeah, they don't, yeah, it's like they don't exclude anything in their lives. They're willing to receive everything and know everything and have everything, and yeah, it's like they'll step it up when they need to. I mean, you got an example last weekend when you were riding Domino, who's like been a trail horse and not doing much of anything, and he became a show horse for you. Oh, he did. That was so fun. We were just talking about that. He did. He was like, oh, this is what we're doing? I could be this for you. 
Yes, and it was very funny to watch him become, you know, studly and do all the crazy things that he did. And and it's like, and he was he was definitely competitive. That yeah. was just amusing as all get out. And it's like, <laughs> who thought, you know, that you know that a horse that was designed for competition would know that when it was time to compete. Yeah. <laughs> But they also like ten second increments, and they don't judge. I'm just looking at do oh. animals really function from awareness? Yes, most they of the do. Time? And it's like if we could learn, we would be better off. You know, it's like when the tsunami hit. I don't know whether you mentioned that or not, but the elephants ran for the hill when the tsunami was coming, and they'd been tied up to the same stakes for thirty years, gone. And the goats and the chickens, and they started leaving. Only the humans went to the beach. <laughs> Oh, We're not that's a good reputation on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the stuff that's available is just amazing to me. So I, you know, it's like I'm here at an airport in Denver, Colorado, and I, you know, have a couple of minutes before my luggage gets here because they had a electrical storm here. And, oh. Uh, so they pull they pull all the guys off of delivering luggage in order to you know to save their asses. And uh, and so no luggage is coming out for quite a while. So I thought I'd call in and tell you guys I love you and I think you're wonderful and thank you so much for kicking up the slack for me and Dane who are both on airplanes at the same time. Thank and you, Gary. We were commenting at the beginning of the show how interesting it is that out of the blue you happen to title this call animals and I was looking at you like really. And that you just follow your awareness, you know, that Susie happened to be the one to fill in. It's, I love consciousness. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> you know, it's just amazing. <laughs> I just, you know, I just love the fact that you guys are willing to be on there and to create a little more awareness for the people around the world. So I will get off the phone so other people can call in and you guys can journey on. But thanks, thanks for calling, Gary. Thanks for being Thank on and thanks too. for all the people who join us on the show. You guys be good. Oh, no, be bad. It's way more fun. Well, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Thanks. Well, this is really cool because um, just when Gary also mentioned about the the weather and everything too, and that's another thing actually that animals are not cutting themselves off from is is basically the weather and the awareness about the environment and what the weather is doing. And you know, talking about a tsunami, the energy of the tsunami coming. The animals knew that they had to leave, and um, I even saw some reports that even the fish in the ocean left. Like, so the ocean had basically very, very few fish in, in it where the tsunami was traveling through. Um, wow. And, you know, like rabbits not, not breeding when there is a dry year coming and things like that. So the animals don't cut themselves off from anything. And... Um, they're so willing to just be totally aware of things that are occurring around them at all times. And so what if we actually would be willing to have more of that information available again? Because it's not that we don't have it available. It's really more that we have decided that we, 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 either we don't need it or, or, you know, it's not relevant or we're above it or whatever all these judgments are that we have about all of that is really what's keeping us from receiving that energy. So would yeah. you all and be willing to have more of that again in your life? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and if you are, then just destroy and create everything that doesn't allow it. <laughs> right mm -hmm. and wrong, good and bad, fun, talk, all nine shorts, course, and beyond. 
The other thing is I'm looking at that. I get, um, you know, the, the main thing that separates us from awareness at any time is judgment. That's how it works with pick any topic. You know, uh, you can't have awareness about dating if you have judgment about this person you just met, you know, um, cause it cuts off your ability to see what is. So I'm also getting that animals don't really, they don't judge. They don't take points of view like that. So the elephants aren't there going, Oh, a tsunami would be terrible. It would be horrible. If there was a tsunami, the city would be ruined. It, they just go, Oh, time to move. Yeah, You know, I get there's not a judgment of what's going on attached to it. So they can just have the awareness. You know what? I'd be better off in a different part of the ocean today. Yeah. And what would it be like to have access to that freedom to to not judge and fret and conclude and try to figure it out, but just to look at what is and make the next choice required? Yeah. Everything that doesn't allow us access that kind of awareness with no point of view, can we just try and create that? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, puck and pot, only interest, boys and yawns. Huh. Yeah. And I mean, and that topic goes even a step further with a lot of what we are creating. So, for example, when you look at animals that have been abused or animals that end up in the shelter. It's like when you actually really look at those animals, they also don't have a point of view that they're in a shelter or they don't have a point of view that somebody beat them, especially, you know, people often say like, oh, somebody could beat their dog and the dog will still love them. And it's because they don't have judgment about it. They don't have a point of view about it. And what Mm -hmm. if we could be a lot more like that where we don't have a point of view? And and still have choice because even the animals in those situations still have choice. And that's often something also that people don't realize that the animals also could choose something different. If they really wanted to, they could choose a different possibility as well. So they're not I always- hear a big controversial can of worms opening. So I say <laughs> <laughs> that we let people hum and haw on that over a commercial break. Um, (laughs) We may want to chat more on this topic because I know there's so much on that, you know, vegetarianism and cruelty to animals and all the charge, saving the planet, saving the whales. Maybe we can chat a little on that when we we come back. And if you want to call in, please do. We'd love to take your questions. We'd love to look at what more freedom on the planet with this topic looks like. So we'll catch you soon. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? 
check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Boston Benedict here with Susie Godsey. We're filling in for Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here today on the Access Consciousness Show and talking about animals. Um, and before we went to break, Susie brought up a topic that I could feel a, a few listeners, um, and I know myself uh, from the past, my past habits go, oh, you can't say that. And um, I know that there are a lot of people who love animals out there who are are fighting to save them. Um, and, and I know that you were one of those for many years, Susie. So I, I just am wondering if we can talk a little more about that and about what is Axis's awareness on that or what are some questions people can ask around that and truly what contribution can we be to the animals if we didn't decide we had to save them. Yeah, and this is one of those topics that that is dear to me in in the sense that yes, I I have been involved in this whole um in the past a whole lot with that and a lot has changed with asking questions and becoming more aware about what is what is required and also what is really kind of what what do the what the animals desire rather than what it is that I have decided that they desire and that's really the part where I think I got stuck a lot is that I had a conclusion about what animals actually desire in their lives rather than asking them a question. And that's so often, even when you talk about like a horse um, that is born and is a quarter horse, and it's already decided that this horse is going to have a certain career just because of the breed that it was born into, but nobody bothers to actually ask the foal, hey, what would you like to have your life look like? And we have met lots of horses that um, didn't want to be what they were chosen to be. They wanted to do something completely different. 
And we've even had things where a quarter horse wanted to do dressage. And then when it was allowed to do that, really accelerated in that because that's really what the horse desired to do. But we often don't ask that question. And so it's a similar thing when we are deciding we need to save the animals. Um, We don't ask them a question. We don't ask the whales, hey, what is it that you are actually, what awareness are you giving us when you're beaching yourselves? Or what awareness are we we really missing here when when you are doing this or this or the other thing? So, and that's one story I just want to take one moment to reiterate, because the first time I heard this story from Gary was when this awareness really sunk in. We were at an event, and during it, all these whales started beaching themselves. And the first response of everyone in the media is, this is so sad, this is so horrible, and we have to do something about it. We have to change it. We have to fix it. And Gary's question was, what are the whales trying to show us? You know, and there was no charge on the fact that they were not surviving. He was really just looking at, are they trying to give us an awareness that something in the ocean is changing or we could shift the way we're looking at something? And there was so much space in that, not deciding, oh, this is horrible, this whale died, but really, what information is there here? What's what's really going on and what are they trying to show us? Yeah, and, and this is part of where, and I know Gary and Dan have talked about this in the show the kingdom of we that the animals are functioning from, they don't really look at themselves as like an individual that um, has the point of view of like me, 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 me. It's, it, they are much more willing to be part of everything. And again, like the non-exclusiveness of that, but also the willingness to really be aware of everything around them and of what might be required um, I mean, to this day, people are puzzled to why the, the lemmings are jumping off the cliff. What What is going on for them when they do that? What are they aware of um, in their environment beyond beyond just even their tribe? What's going on with the earth when they do that? Um, what is the awareness that they are that they are having that we are not having and we're not willing to have? So those are the parts where. A lot has shifted for me in terms of looking at that from a totally different place and no longer from that place of conclusion of where I've decided that I needed to go out there and save a particular animal or animals from whatever it is. But more, Mm -hmm. even now when I see an animal in distress, I ask a question, you know, can I help you? Would you like me to assist you? What is going on here? Um, is there something that I need to be aware of? There's a lot more questions now that are coming up in my universe, um, whereas before I would have just rushed into conclusion and immediately tried to solve a problem, because I'm good at that too, you know, I'm, I'm a problem solver. So. <laughs> Saving all the animals of the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, so everything that brought up for everybody, <clears throat> can we now please destroy and uncreate all that? Mm-hmm. Time to God's brilliant. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. This is a very um this is a very uh strong topic for a lot of animal lovers for sure. And you know, I was a vegetarian also for over you mentioned vegetarianism and I I was a vegetarian for over twenty years 
And it was because of the idea that I didn't desire to eat animals. It had nothing to do with health reasons. It was literally just that. And there came a time when my body kept really asking for meat. And for years, I was denying my body the meat, even though every time I smelled it, my mouth would water and I would dream about it. I would have thoughts about it and and all this stuff. And, And it wasn't until I actually met Gary Douglas and I started access and and started to really get rid of my points of views about all of that, that I was allowing myself the possibility to eat meat again. So everything shifted um, from that perspective alone too. And it was something my body was asking for and I was denying it because of a point of view I had taken about what I was doing to the animals. And even with that, I wasn't willing to see the contribution that the animals are willing to be to us by gifting us their bodies to eat. And what a different point of view that is all in itself. Um, so, again, everything that brings up, please <laughs> yes. all that, please. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, fun and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. <laughs> Yeah. And I just I just want to point out that, you know, I'm sure you've heard Gary and Dane say this a lot, that if you align and agree with something or you resist and react to it, you're stuck by it. And again, then you can't have the awareness of whatever that is. So if you say vegetarian, you know, eating animals is terrible because, you know, it's cruel or it's whatever your reasons are, um, that's no different than saying eating animals is fine because Susie said so on the show and Axis says it's fine, you know, which is also a conclusion and no question. Um, And really, what would it be like to be in the question continuously of, you know, what contribution can I be? What contribution can I receive? Um, Body, what do you require? Animal, what do you require? Um, That really, how uncomfortable does it make us usually to have absolutely no conclusion or just set of rules that you follow on a topic. Um, but that's what being in consciousness is. It's it's saying, okay, I have no fixed paradigm for if an animal's hurt, I do this. I have to be in the question. Every time, every scenario, every situation, it's going to be different. Yeah, and that is uncomfortable, like you said, because having no set of rules makes it a bit more uncomfortable a lot of times. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> and that's another part. Consciousness doesn't mean that you're going to be comfortable all the time. Um, it just It's just a different way of being in the world that gives you and everyone around you a lot more space and freedom. And that's really what what access consciousness is, is trying to to show you that with these tools that you can create all this space and a lot more freedom in your life and and, in everyone's life around you and and in your animals' lives. And and one thing that I actually want to mention too is that when you're making a decision like Blossom was talking about when you are when you're saying something and you make a decision about it and then you have to either align and agree or resist and react to it. The same is actually true for animals. They can also make a decision that can really block them up in their lives. So you can have, for example, a horse that has decided that um, people are have been abusive or whatever it is and that people are scary. 
And so that horse can just as much as ourselves in that decision be very limited in moving forward. So you can use the access consciousness tools on the horse as well to free them up from that decision, from that insane decision that they may have made at some point in either this lifetime or another lifetime. And and then they can move forward without that blockage in their way. And so there's a lot that can be assisted with the animals as well when they made a decision that has them stuck. So so that's where you can actually really um, use all the tools that Gary and Dane and, and we have been sharing with you um, to work with an animal just as much as, as with a person. Yeah, that's awesome. And what I love, you know, hopefully you guys are enjoying this Voice America show. Gary and Dane are amazing. And and what I'm always surprised by however many years I play with these tools is that it's the same tools, the same ideas, the same questions that create freedom in any area of your life. Um, and, and the animals are one other way that we can see how that applies. Um, before... Before we end, I just want to remind everybody that if you're not already our friend on Facebook, you can always join Access Consciousness. We put up a lot of posts. Um, there's a lot of inspirational information on there. You can follow us at Twitter. Um, if you ever have feedback for the show or you'd like to submit a question ahead of time, you can go to whenisthetime.com. We keep the show updates on there um, as well as respond to as many questions as possible. So we are very, very grateful that you have joined us to chat about the animals today. Um, if you want more information on that topic, Susie Godsey, susiegodsey.com. She um, has her own weekly radio show on this topic and will never run out of animal information. So I <laughs> highly suggest you check that out. And uh, thank you guys all for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.